The Twins split a doubleheader with the Tigers Tuesday, dropped two of the first three games in this series. Let's break it down on today's episode of Lockdown Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Tuesday, May 31st. And I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Again, this is Nash Walker. I've been writing at Twins Daily for over two years. Been hosting this podcast for over two years. This is season four at Twins Daily. This is season three as host of the pod. We're going to talk about a split today for the Twins and Tigers at Comerica. Cole Sands in game two. Devin Smeltzer in game one. Very different performances. Jose Miranda. Carlos Correa goes to the COVID injured list. What it means for the Twins. Sonny Gray avoids the injured list for now. Trevor Larnick keeps on hitting. And Giovanni Moran had a nice outing today. We'll get to all those topics and more on today's episode. Let's start with Devin Smeltzer, who again was fantastic in game one for the Twins. He's been awesome. I mean, Devin Smeltzer in 2019 when he came up was very good for the twins and he wasn't this good. He's not this good. Meaning he doesn't, he's not going to have a sub two ERA in the majors, but he, as I've said before, a very viable swing man, you know, fifth starter in a rotation. And I think a good opportunity for the twins to give teams different looks because their rotation is so right-handed. That's something I like in this division, in this league to have a right-handed rotation, but once in, a, once in a while, it doesn't hurt to throw Devin Smeltzer out there against the team you've seen a lot. The Tigers have seen a lot of twin starters, haven't seen Devin Smeltzer as much, and he was outstanding. I think, you know, as a team sees him multiple times, things may change. But for right now, Devin Smeltzer is pitching very well in a time where the Twins really need him because Sonny Gray, you know, Sunday pitch, they don't know if they're going to have Sonny Gray in Toronto this weekend for one reason or another. Joe Ryan still on the COVID IL with Dylan Bundy. They brought him back slowly. He came out of the gate through three innings right out of the gate in Oakland. So I don't know if Joe Ryan is going to get a long leash coming off the injury list, if he'll need to make a rehab start. We haven't heard many updates on Joe. Hopefully they reinstate him soon in time for the Toronto series. That would be extremely helpful. The Twins have sputtered down the stretch in this 15 game where they were five and zero to start and just haven't looked very good since starting five and zero against the Royals and Tigers. And we talk about this 15 game stretch. It's very important for the twins to build some distance in the American league central from the white Sox because they have the easiest schedule in baseball in the second half Sox lose to Toronto tonight. The lead stays at five. And part of the reason it stayed at five is because the twins offense was so bad in game two. Um, just couldn't get anything going. I think game two was a good example of this offense still needing Byron Buxton. Like they need Buxton to come through with a big hit. They just need it badly. And like hitting leadoff, hit second in game one, let off in game two, had a, had a hit late in that game when it was 4 nothing. But he's just, he's not producing for them and they need him to continue to produce. Defensively, Jose Miranda the last couple of days has been a disaster. I mean, third base made an error, first base yesterday, a costly error. Miranda doesn't look like he belongs in the majors and he hit a two run homer yesterday. And I think this is like two things can be true. Jose Miranda does not belong in the majors right now, 
But Jose Miranda is a key part of the future for the Twins, in my mind. I think Jose Miranda can still be an everyday player for the Twins. I'm I'm hopeful that he will be, and I you know predict he will be because he's an all around hitter when he's right. But he's just not not producing at the big league level, and he has you know a little bit the play gotten it going, but it's been overshadowed by defensive blunders by you know, outs in big spots at the dish, striking out with the bases loaded last weekend and in, in, against Kansas City. It uh, it hasn't been good at all. Like this is a worst case scenario for Jose Miranda in his call up to the majors. It's been it's been really poor. Jermaine Palacios comes up today because Correa's on the COVID IL. He's sick, so could be a while for him. And then Royce Lewis is also out with a knee problem. We don't know how long Royce is going to be sidelined either so it's it's palacios playing short in both games today figure he'll be the shortstop for the rest of this series maybe polanco starts one game at short palacios starts another game at short but starting polanco at short is setting your defense up in the infield for failure you still have urshel at third but then you have polanco at short probably arise at second and then miranda at first and they had that they had that formation yesterday and miranda had a brutal error that basically cost them the game late. So that's not ideal. And that's why Palacios is up. They'll trade away questions with his bat for at least major league average defense at shortstop. Palacios absolutely can play shortstop in the big leagues. Just probably isn't going to hit enough to be a big league player, especially at a position now where you, you have to be a good hitter at shortstop. Polanco defensively, just not it at short and wasn't really it in 2019 as an all-star now, definitely not really been at the position for a couple of years regularly. Uh, not it at shortstop. So it's Palacios and Nick Gordon's not going to play there either. I mean, they certainly don't feel comfortable with Nick playing short. They're definitely pressing for depth in the infield right now. And they're missing key guys. I mean, Carlos Gray and Joe Ryan are two of the best players on this team, right? I mean, if they lose Sonny Gray for a start, he's one of the best players on this team. Byron Buxton isn't hitting, so the best players on this team are either not producing or they're hurt, and I think that's why you've seen the Twins lose these games. I mean, they've lost two out of three. They're set up to lose this series to Detroit with two games left. They could win both and take three out of five, but it's Tarek Skubal going Wednesday against Bailey Ober, and then Thursday is Chris Archer against Alex Fayetta. Fayetta was great last time out um, against Cleveland, I believe. So it, you're not set up in a good spot for this series. And, and the Twins have done this to themselves, but there have been a lot of problems. I mean, a lot of problems. They're lucky that the White Sox keep losing. Otherwise, this gap would be closed right now. But they won today in the first game. They scored a bunch of runs. Max Kepler was awesome. Let's talk about Trevor Larnick, who's been uh, maybe today the one hitter who you can point out, especially in the second game. Uh, as someone who produced, let's talk about him after this word from Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and guess what? Even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online is where the game starts. Again, head over to betonline.net. They continue to be the number one source, the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info, all the latest odds, news, and sports developments. This year's basketball playoffs still going. The finals coming up. Celtics, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even NFL futures. 
Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Now podcast recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts, taking fans through the season like no other network. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Trevor Larnick, what more can I say in the last couple of days? Drives in a couple runs in the first inning of game one. Extra base hit in game two off a lefty. Larnick has done it all for this team. Today's a really good example. I think you had a full sample of 18 innings, but it's a very good example of how baseball, even when a team struggles, and and the Twins split today, and it's not like they've lost 10 in a row, but even when a team isn't playing their best or not playing as consistent as they had before, there's always good things to find. Like the 2021 Twins, Joe Ryan's five starts in the majors, at least four of them. Outstanding. Jorge Polanco, what a year. Like, there are there are still good things. Those might have been the only two in a year filled with poor things. There are always good things to find, and that's why it's so fun to host a podcast like this because I always can find something good that happened in a game, even if, you know, the offense was as bad as it was in game two. Trevor Larnick has been that dude against righties and lefties, and right now you're seeing an all-around game. You're seeing him in the outfield. He made a great catch today. Came into this game, seven defensive runs saved on the season. He's been great defensively. And now at the plate, driving balls all over the field, sitting, waiting on fastballs, spitting on pitches. He was a tough matchup with Joey Wentz today who left this game injured. That was tough. I mean, he kind of carved him up. But other than that, Trevor Larnick has looked really dialed in at the plate when last year he looked overwhelmed. A lot of swing and miss, weak contact, a lot of off-speed. He's still getting a lot of off-speed, but he's either spitting on it or he's hitting it more this year. And that's that's great to see out of Trevor Larnick. Even if he can be like a good six-hole hitter in this lineup, that would be huge for the Twins. I've expanded on that the last couple of days especially. And then Giovanni Moran was good today out of the bullpen. I think they're still trying to figure out a role for Giovanni, but he's certainly one of their best relief prospects, like pure relief prospects in the minors. Their best relief prospects are going to be their failed top pitching prospects who, who failed to be starters. And, you know, Jordan Balzavic or Matt Cantorino or whoever it may be, maybe Cole Sands, who we'll talk about as well. But I think Giovanni Moran is still finding his footing. And is he going to be a multi-inning reliever? Is he going to be an innings eater in games that are already lost or won? Is he going to pitch one inning at a time late against lefties, against righties? He's interesting. He's a unicorn because that changeup makes him Super tough on right-handed hitters as a left-handed pitcher. And he's actually struggled more against lefties. But today, his breaking ball looked awesome against Cody Clemens, who was making his major league debut, a left-handed hitter. But if Moran can can get that breaking ball going against left-handed hitters and maybe even back foot to righties, he's got probably the best changeup in the system, the best changeup in the organization, I would say, Giovanni Moran. It's truly a Frisbee changeup. And he's got a fastball in the low to mid-90s. He can get outs, and he can get outs in the late innings. Um, They're still trying to figure it out with him, though. I don't know if they know exactly what role he's going to fill. He looked good today, so maybe you give him more opportunity in the future in whatever role you think best suits him. Cole Sands. Cole Sands, to me, looks like this year's or last year's Griffin Jacks, where you see if, if the Twins were in last place, I think Cole Sands would be starting every fifth day for them. Griffin Jacks did so last year, and he was awful as a starter, especially the second and third time through the order. First time through the order, he was fun to watch. His slider was outstanding. And so they saw that with Griffin Jacks. So he's got a great slider, you know, low 80s, upper 70s, low 80s. Fastball's decent, 92, 93. 
let's move into the bullpen, see what we got. And now he looks pretty good out of the bullpen, I would say, for the Twins with a slider that's bumped up to 85, 86, a fastball that's 94 to 96, touching 97. All of a sudden, you got a major league pitcher in Griffin Jackson. A year ago, it looked like he'd never set foot on a major league mound again. That could be the case with Cole Sands. He's got a great slider, maybe not as good as Griffin Jacks. Jacks last year, extremely high spin, nasty slider. You're seeing it again this year. Sands has a good breaking ball, a pretty good breaking ball. Fastball is 91 to 93. I think if you moved him to the bullpen, I think he could be 95, 96 maybe, or 94, 95 at the minimum with a slider that gets up rather than 79, 80 into that 82, 84 range that Griffin Jacks found his way to. Jacks actually found his way to, to 85, 86, but he's working with more raw velocity than Cole Sands. He's still going to be an option for them, I think, as an emergency starter when they have a doubleheader in eight games in seven days. Cole Sands is kind of going to be that guy, and they prefer him over you know, maybe a Chichi Gonzalez or, or somebody else in the minors, a veteran. Cole Sands is a young prospect. They develop. They want to see him, give him a chance. And look what happened with Griffin Jacks. They gave Griffin Jacks a chance last year. Um, you know, you were hoping that wouldn't happen because the Twins would be good, but they were not. So Griffin Jacks had an opportunity, and he wasn't good, but he took that opportunity to show off what he could do in a couple areas where he really did well at a few things, which is getting righties out with a great slider. And the first time through the order, hitters had trouble. Maybe Cole Sands can do that. I don't know if I saw that today, but he settled in. You know, he settled in. Like Giovanni Moran, they might view Cole Sands as like a long relief option in the future. Uh, and maybe even in long relief, you'd let his fastball get up to 93, 94. But his stuff just isn't there as a starter, I don't think. Like a starter in a competitive rotation. And that was the case with Griffin Jacks. His stuff as a starter he just can't remain in a, in a major league rotation that's trying to compete, and the Twins last year were not. So Cole Sands, uncertain future on roll, but maybe, maybe they could pull something out of him as a reliever. He's a good example. Cole Sands is someone I've talked about a lot, like Prospect Fridays. We've talked about Cole Sands as being a, maybe a mid-rotation starter, and then they get to the big leagues, and you see, and you're like, this just isn't going to play. Like This is just not going to play as a starter at the big league level. It's such a big jump. It fools me every single time. Jose Miranda is another good example of that. These guys move up to the majors. There's more at it than just competition. I mean, that's a huge part of it, but it's mental. It's physical. It's preparation of being a big leaguer day in and day out. A lot of these guys don't do well coming up, and that's you know that's gone back as old as baseball time in, in the majors. That's always been the case, and it continues to be the case. But some guys, you can see it. You can you can look at, you know, I think you can look at Yohan Duran, for example, and he hasn't struggled, but let's say he had, and you can see it and say, this guy can be a major league pitcher. Like, it's very clear he can be a major league reliever and maybe one of the best in the league. You looked at Griffin Jacks last year, it wasn't clear, but if you dug below the surface, you saw, like, this is a great slider, and he's good the first time through the order. He could be a major league reliever, and now he is. Cole Sands, I'm not sure I saw. I think even with Jose Miranda, you can look at him and say, there's clearly raw power here, big-time raw power. He makes a lot of contact. If he can become more selective, get more comfortable for the Twins, you could see him you know, producing for them. Sands, I, I don't know if I saw that. I don't know if I have seen it in his short stint in the majors. The slider looked good in Tampa when he made his debut out of the bullpen, so I'm holding on to hope for that slider. But um, you know, I don't know. The Twins have to weather the storm. Right now, this is a storm. They got COVID problems. They got Sonny Gray with a peck. They got, you know, guys dinged up. Kepler and Buxton is struggling. This is a tough stretch right now of 
adversity. They responded well this morning, shut down in game two. Now you have two more against the Tigers. I expect a split in those two. That would be Tigers taking three out of five, which is the projection on the spreadsheet. But then they go to Toronto this weekend. I think you will find out a lot about the Twins this week. But at the same time, you can't properly judge the Twins right now. Carlos Cray and Byron Buxton have appeared in, I believe, 24 games together this year out of 51 that the Twins have played. This is not a team to judge when they're so dinged up, but you can see their heart. You can see if they battle. And in the first game, coming out with energy and playing well and putting together good at-bats, finding a way to score runs. Devin Smeltzer coming up, showing off the depth in the system and the depth in the majors with Trevor Larnick. That's what you want to see. And I hope that the Twins do that the next couple of days. It's Tarek Skubo, Bailey Ober, Chris Archer, Alex Fiedo. If the Twins can jump on Skubal tomorrow, that would be amazing. Uh, that would be great to jump on him early. He's a guy who's been very good this year. We know the stuff. Twins have seen him a lot. They actually beat him up badly last year. But this year, he has been much improved. Big-time fastball from the left side. Sharp slider. Again, really good stuff. He can be tough if he's on. He's kind of like Daniel Lynch. He's like an older, more seasoned now Daniel Lynch for the Royals. So you can jump on him. You can get on him early, and the Twins will have a right-handed heavy lineup in Wednesday's game. Uh, and Bailey Ober, got to give him five or six good innings. The bullpen's now rested. Like, they didn't use a lot of pitchers today, which is good. Jax went, you know, Wamanaya pitched. They didn't use Duran. They didn't use Pagan. They didn't use, you know, Joe Smith. They didn't use uh, really anybody back there in their high leverage bullpen. So that's that's a good thing. They split this doubleheader. I guess that's the expected outcome. They maintain a five-game lead on the White Sox in the division. You'll take it for right now, but the Twins – Feels like they have an opportunity the next two days, and it would be great to take advantage of it. Thank you for making Locked On Twins your first listen today. Now make your second listen to Locked On MLB Podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest storylines around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked On MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a comment, like, subscribe. Let me know what you think. Tell your friends about Locked On Twins if you like it. Twins are 30 and 21. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Go Twins.